0: Hey, Ryan. Yes, Andrew. Would you like a sequel to the beloved multiplayer video game Nidhogg? I would love a sequel to Nidhogg. It will have many great features like extra weapons, higher cool. resolution. Cool. And it will now star Homer Simpson. Cool.
1: Welcome back to the Explosion of Happiness podcast, episode number 52. It is September 30th, 2016, and it's time to talk about video games and be happy. I am your host, Ryan.
0: And I am your other host, Andrew. And in this weekly podcast, we talk about video games, as well as doing shots of whiskey and bleach. Are you doing that right now? (laughs) Yes, I'm totally doing shots of whiskey and bleach. Fuck! God damn it. I don't know if I have any bleach, but that sounds awesome right now. (laughs) And uh, really quick, 52, that means we've been doing this for a year. So yeah. we've consistently made the same mistake every week for a whole year. Mistakes and the miracles. <laughs> that's the tagline for this podcast. It was
1: very odd. I, I, this week was really difficult at work, and there were two days you were missing. And it just so coincidentally happened to be the same day that a major Final Fantasy 14 update happened to be. And it's like, man, that's...
0: That's too bad that Andrew's sick and can't play that right now. I know I mean, it was it was terrible. <laughs> I was sick and I'm sitting at home. I'm like, well, because I'm sitting at home, I may as well play it. Oddly, ended up in your favor, right? I, I just happened to be uh, having stomach issues those two days for some reason.
1: It wasn't like you just bailed on me and the other coworkers and just made our lives hell while you played. Oh no, games, no, said- I
0: I I am too far of a humble man. Uh, of I always think of my fellow person. Before I make any sort of decision like that, I could not, in good conscience, do so. I totally did that. Oh. I I totally just... I I, totally said, fuck work, and I'm calling out so I can play a video game. It's okay. You've given me a pass
1: to do it now, because before I'd be like, I shouldn't do that. But now that you've done it, I'll be like, you know what? I'm old one. What's
0: funny is the reason why I did it is because all our other co-workers do it, and specifically two of them missed, like, a whole week just because they wanted to. Uh, So I was like... Fuck yeah, no. I'm going to do this. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 3.4 Soul Surrender came out. It was awesome. Oh, shit. The story was great. The new fights are awesome. The music is fucking goddamn amazing. It's not like a full expansion pack? No, it's a it's what's called a content patch. So they added five new single boss raid fights, each with a hard mode. They added two new four-man dungeons. They added way more storyline, probably like uh, 90 minutes worth of story. That sounds like a lot for free. Yep. Well, I mean, it's not technically free because you have to pay monthly fee. Yeah, the subscription. But I mean, normally you have to buy the expansion pack every year. Right. The expansion packs, they contain usually quite a bit more, especially on the story front. And one of my favorite parts of Final Fantasy XIV is always the music. And once again, I have to say they knocked the music out of the park. The storyline was really good, and it actually had good voice acting for once. Normally, 14's voice acting is uh, parody-worthy. But this time around, uh, especially one of those characters, two of the characters, had really good voice acting that made it, the story way more... Uh, you could empathize with the characters a lot better, and it was great. And all around, very positive. Oh, neat, I hope you had fun, because I didn't. Oh, totally, dude. Uh, funny story too. Uh, I played like an hour after the servers came up. I was doing the normal mode for one of the raid fights, and one of the people in the group—seven strangers, never seen any of them before—we wipe. Uh, we our party lost the first time. Second time we go in there to try again, and one of the members who had a really dumb name like Weedy McBlazen or something like that sounds dumb. Yeah, started to yell at the group. He's like, "This has been out for a while now. You guys know there's videos up on YouTube, right?" Of and, course. And also in people, in glorious fashion, also in people just told him, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, I think I was saying something incredibly sarcastic. Some people were being like, dude, we're just trying to do this. And quite a few people were like, just start flat out saying like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I, I I was really glad to see the community come together as one to just, you know, fight idiocy. Yeah for just one moment.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm sure if you were to do that again 1 hour after that, then everyone would just be shitting on the one person who fucked up. Yep, or you. It's always me. Oh. It's okay. I get kicked for
0: absolutely no reason in Counter-Strike go. Really? Oh yeah. god, that sucks. <sighs> That's the one thing like in 14 when you get kicked you get no notification, nothing. You just get removed. Like, all of a sudden, you'll see a loading screen. So you have no idea if you did something. You Like, I, what's the reason? I don't know. At least in WoW, back when I played it, you could type a short little sentence as to why you wanted to kick them. And then if you did get kicked, you'd get that little message. So, you know, you get something that said, like, learn to play, faggot. <laughs> so at least then I know what I was doing wrong. But I can kind of see why maybe they didn't want that to be in the game. Because maybe people shouldn't do that. Whatever. Humanity has always governed itself so well. Basically, what you're saying is we need advanced AI. Jason yes. Denton, please yeah. save us. Yeah, Microsoft, they know
1: what they're doing. They can handle it. They won't <laughs> fuck us at all. Maybe Amazon and Apple can get in on that. And then, you know, all of them together, and I'm sure they'll make a beautiful AI. It'll be like Hatsune Miku. She'll, like, just come to life, and then her eyes will turn red, and then she'll just start nuking the planet. Yes. yes. I might be okay with dying by her. She's cute. She'd commit to an aside very adorably. Yeah. While singing. Yes, that's what I want. She'll be like singing as the bombs are dropping and the bodies are piling. It'd be beautiful. Speaking of bodies piling and beautiful death and destruction and the end of all human life, I, I played through Destiny's main story last week. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. Anything you want to know? Does it have a story? You know, it did, but this is probably the first time I've ever played a
1: video game with a story and just completely checked out of the story so much, I can't even tell you what happened.
0: Because <laughs> I kind of heard that was a really big problem with Destiny, is they like open a lot of uh, like threads for stories, but never resolve anything, so it's like, really unsatisfying. Like Normally,
1: I pick up on things, even when I don't care. I cannot tell you anything that happened to Destiny, because every time a cutscene started playing, I would just start staring at the ceiling. Something about light and darkness and fallen and shadows and something called the Cabal and this evil queen lady with glowing eyes whose brother looks like Loki from Thor. There's a floating planet thing or something and you go places and you shoot bad things and make them dead. And then you kill these four giant pillar things that come to life and then you talk to this robot lady about how the real fight is out
0: there. Fascinating stuff. That sounds like a deep, compelling reason to play Destiny. I hear they're making Destiny 2 and plan on making it radically different from the first one. Oh, I'm sure they're
1: planning to. I'm sure Destiny was planned to be the best game of all time. I'm sure that's every developer's plan when
0: they're making something of this scale. I'm 100% sincere when I say that if you make something like Destiny or that other Tom Clancy one or Borderlands and it's online and you can play with friends and you do it just right... It could be fucking amazing and, like, a huge seller with, like, wide mass appeal. But every time a developer tries to do it, it seems like they always fuck it up terribly.
1: I wonder if maybe it's because a game like this, I can almost absolutely guarantee this is the case with Destiny, just based on how much money was going into it, how much money they spent marketing it. There was probably so much conflict between Bungie developing the game and Activision's focus groups telling Activision's uppers, how the game needs to be, and then them forcing that into Bungie. That's probably why all these people started leaving Bungie and this game just went out with a fart. The one thing everyone universally talks about in it is how the combat is great. Fantastic combat. Amazing combat. I come for the combat, I stay for the combat. That's
0: what everyone who's like on a fucking forum defending the game says. Everybody says they want amazing combat. I'll be kind of honest, I don't think they do. I think they want combat to be interesting, but still not so much that they have to pay 100% attention to it and still bullshit with their friends.
1: Do you remember a little first-person shooter called Doom? Yes. In the 90s? Do you remember one of the enemies was an imp that would throw fireballs at you? And you could actively dodge the fireball, yes. Yes. Now, what if you make a shooter where every single enemy in the game is that, and only that?
0: Is that what Destiny is? Just nothing but imps?
1: Different enemies sometimes throw slightly different... Projectiles. Sometimes they kind of wave. Sometimes they kind of loop around, do some weird fucking gimmicky shit. But the bottom line is you fight every enemy in the game the exact same. You push the control stick to the left, and then you push the control stick to the right. Sometimes you push the control stick to the left again. Sometimes you move forward or back a bit. But within five minutes, I figured out how to master the combat. You move back and forth. They always fire at you the same way. And then what you do after that, you hold down the left trigger to aim... You point it at an enemy, and then you pull the right trigger to make that enemy dead. Repeat that 1,000 times, you have beaten Destiny.
0: It sounds amazing. Sounds perfect. 10 out of 10. Totally.
1: Awesome. It wasn't interesting. They all did the same fucking thing. You handled them all the same. People find this interesting because they actually feel like they're in control, but you don't really have to think while you're doing that because it's so simple. Because the progression is based on your level, there's even less thought to it because basically you just go find whatever area that suits your level and then you just plow through it Or you can go find, like, I was frequently going up against enemies that were way out of my skill range in terms of weapon level and stuff like that. But I would just do the same fucking thing. It would just take, like, five times as long if the enemies were, like, one level higher than me. And it would be fucking boring. The point of these games where you level up and attain stronger loot are supposed to make you feel more powerful. supposed to make you feel like you're getting stronger. But in Destiny, I just felt like the levels are there just to hinder my progress until I hit a certain bar. And it wasn't fun. I didn't feel like I was getting stronger. I just felt like I'm going to be doing the same fucking thing I am now, an hour from now. I just have to do this long enough in this spot that I can go over to this spot and fucking do it again.
0: It was a real fucking blast. You know what kind of first-person shooter does levels really well, I think? Deus Ex. Because levels unlock abilities, which open up new paths for you to take. So you open up new paths that you can go, or you open up new maneuvers that you can do in or around combat. That makes it feel like you're actually growing and opening new paths to you compared to, and I swear to God, this is the dumbest shit to me in video games when they do shit. When you level up and all of a sudden your guns hurt more, a bullet hurts. If a five-year-old shoots you or a police officer who spent 30 years on the floor shoots you, they're going to do the same amount of damage as a fucking bullet going through your head. Yeah, it just really annoys me when it's like, you gain levels, now your guns deal more damage for some reason.
1: I just don't think shooters make good RPGs. I mean, actually, I'll say this, though. Getting through Destiny just taught me how great Borderlands really is in comparison to it. It raised my opinion of Borderlands so much because I thought Borderlands was very straightforward. I'm just playing this thing and feeling good while I'm watching bars and numbers go up. But it was actually fun and exciting, and I was constantly getting new guns that were really entertaining and fun to use. We're in Destiny. There's an assault rifle, a pistol... A burst fire rifle, a sniper rifle. I think that might be it. I might be forgetting one or two. Basically, you employ the same tactic with every fucking gun in this game. You aim, you shoot, and you move left to the right. The difference is, depending on the kind of gun you have, if you have the assault rifle, you hold the trigger down. If you have the pistol, you tap the trigger. If you have the burst rifle, you tap the trigger slightly less frequently than the pistol. If you got the sniper rifle, you just tap it even less frequently than that. So really, the only thing that the weapons determine well, is well, how you, fucking do, fast do you, you tap the fucking trigger while you walk in the same fucking level. You need or right to motion. slow the
0: fuck down. That's way too complex oh, I, for um, me. Okay, uh, well, I'm I am lost. Maybe I just need to take it down a notch.
1: The assault rifle is fully automatic. It shoots bullets continuously until the clip oh. is empty. That's right. See, I chose oh. the assault rifle. Occasionally, I would use a different gun just to pretend like I was playing the game differently until it sunk into my head. Wait, I'm not playing the game differently. I'm just tapping the button slightly more frequently. This is not more fun. There is no such thing as alternate play styles in Destiny because no matter what you do, you're going to fucking just do the same attack patterns for every conflict and every enemy. It, the only difference is how many enemies are on screen, and how powerful they are compared to you. So that leaves the question open. What happens in the raids when you're supposed to play it with four people? Maybe it's much more intense. I assume it's just a shit ton more enemies, and that doesn't sound more fun to me. But, you know, fuck me. I can't have a full, complete opinion on this game because I completely dropped it after the main quest. I mean, I could have spent, I don't know, another 20 hours doing the really lame-ass side missions, which are the equivalent of go here, hit X, Go here and kill X number of enemies and pick up X number of items. Go to this spot and then this spot and push the X button. Real reveting side quests. It makes leveling up so gratifying. Okay, what else? The art in the game is really pretty, but the environments are completely bland and empty. There's nothing to do except run around and just shoot things. And when you shoot and kill things, you don't even get that much XP. Uh, the only real way you get a significant amount of XP to level up is just by doing the quests And I I can't even imagine how fucking boring this game has to be once you've done all the main quests and all you can do are just the side shit where you just endlessly grind to get to the fucking rage, where you basically just do the same shit you've already been doing for like 40 hours anyway. The music has some nice moments. So would you recommend this game to a friend? Oh, absolutely, totally. Get all your friends to play it. Only if you hate them. That is, if you own a console and only a console and you like shooters, of course you're going to get this because what else are you going to play? That's the consensus I've come to is people got Destiny because they had fucking nothing else to play. And it was this big, shiny game made by Bungie. And you level up and get all the stuff. You get to find new guns. You get to pretend like you're actually getting stronger or something or getting any kind of gratification for what you're doing, but you don't. If you got nothing else on your table and you don't have any interest to go find a good game, it'll do the trick. Sorry if I'm sounding like a dick, but I honestly thought maybe if I play this game enough, I'll just get addicted to it and want to keep playing it. That's not the case. Not the case at all. I finished the main story, looked at all the store items, like, well, I can go grind for hours and hours and hours and get slightly more powerful guns that'll do the same fucking shit I've already been doing for 12 hours. That doesn't sound like fun. Uh, The game itself is a chore.
0: Yeah, I kind of got that impression.
1: There's no accomplishment, no joy, no feelings of gratification, no reason to win. The entire game is just
0: a distraction, something to pay attention to while time moves forward. But hey, at least from now on, whenever your friend tells you to play Destiny with them, you can go fuck off. No, you're an idiot. Fuck off. Would you like to give a closing statement on your love for this game? I'd have more fun being a cat playing with a ball of yarn. Dude, I'd have more fun doing anything if I was a cat playing with a ball of yarn.
1: I'm just a fucking gerbil spinning this fucking wheel. I'm just going to go here and pushing the same button and doing the same thing until the game is over. And I just don't get it. I don't... I do not get it. I don't... I... It's like I said, I came to this to understand. All I have is even more theories. I know what I want to do now. I want to get somebody that loves the shit out of Destiny and bring them on this podcast. <laughs> I want them to sell me on Destiny. I won't be an asshole. I want them to explain it to me because everything that Destiny does, you can find in a better game like Borderlands. To reiterate, I am not somebody who likes Borderlands. I just think Borderlands is a fucking masterpiece compared to Destiny, <laughs> which which is incredible because Destiny was supposed to be Borderlands times 100 or whatever. I just think that...
0: Uh, this kind of formula for a game where you get a small group of people together, specifically friends, and you do a rather basic but still fun kind of grind together and you can just bullshit over an end game VoIP? Like one game that almost came close to it as well was fucking um, Vermintide, except Vermintide had that really shitty loot system and not enough maps. So it was a ton of fun at first, but then after a while you realize that you're not getting what you want, so you stop playing. But the thing
1: about Vermintide was that there were different enemy types that would force you to cooperate and like respond the, Verm- the
0: situation. Yeah, Vermintide is clearly a better game, but I'm just saying, it's like, I'm just saying, within this genre of like a first-person forced co-op with a little bit of a loot grind, I'm just waiting for the right one to come out and actually do everything right. And I think if they can do that with a good marketing behind it and a good art style to go with it, it will be an amazing game. And it just feels to me like out of this like broad spectrum of multiplayer, you know, forced four-player co-op, Destiny's just like really fucking down. Like maybe it's above the Tom Clancy one, but it's not good.
1: Uh, I guess one last thing I could say about it is it did not get slammed nearly enough by critics. Most of the ratings were like in the 6 out of 10 range. It deserves far worse than that. Because while I can say that Destiny doesn't really have anything inherently wrong with it other than just load times and really annoying shit like that, like the game itself isn't glitchy. And it made me begin to question, even if a game accomplishes what it sits out to do perfectly, which they say is all that is required to be a good game. Destiny is a pretty good argument to why that isn't the truth. Because (laughs) Destiny pretty much succeeded at everything they were going for. It's just fucking boring. There's nothing fun about it. And anyone who's like, oh, I had fun with it, I want to ask why. Or then you need to shut up and just stop being so bitter. It's just a video game you're just supposed to play it and have fun. With. But then there's so many other games you can be playing. And just, why the fuck, blah, blah.
0: All right, let's go yeah. on to the news. So, yeah, okay, why don't you go? So, since we're talking about Destiny and shitty multiplayer games, there was a news story put out by Kotaku, uh, I believe, yesterday, which would be, what, Thursday the 29th, okay. that uh, Battleborn was going to go free to play in a few months. Randy Pitchford himself tweeted out, I was just told about a reckless story about Battleborn going free-to-play that is false. There are no plans to convert Battleborn free-to-play. We have some unannounced plans to do a trial version of the game that would be free and from which retail can be purchased along with DLC. Free trial plans are not firm yet, months away, except great continued support and awesome lineup of DLC. (laughs) (laughs) I do not expect <laughs> we have great DLC that we plan to sell 400 people that are still playing this game. <laughs> we're designing DLC that has a market of 400 people. Randy Pitchford, you fucking idiot. You should have been like Kotaku. Thanks for the great idea. Yes, we will make this free to play. That sounds smart.
1: Also, this is Randy Pitchford, the same guy who typed up Duke Nukem Forever and Aliens Colonel Marines like they were the best fucking things to ever be created. So when he says that they're never going to go free-to-play, I fully expect it to go to free-to-play within a year.
0: Yeah, Randy Pitchford is way too high on his own product, I just want to say. Oh, yeah. He likes his shit way too more, and he has this really fucking, like... I swear to God, he, he, in his own mind, he believes that Overwatch ripped him off, that they ripped off Gearbox and just, like, stole everything, and yeah. that if, if it wasn't for those fucking Blizzard guys, Battleborn would be huge.
1: You know, the things that he's said and done, especially over Twitter and stuff, I've wondered, like, how the fuck does he still work for Gearbox? But that rest Randy Pitcher is absolutely perfect at his job. They need him. Gearbox needs him as much as he needs them. They can never let him go because no one else will ever... I honestly think he's just, like, genuinely broken inside. Like, the most... <laughs> <laughs> like, the most broken kind of human being you could ever meet. I didn't, like, speak to him, but I saw him in person. He was right in front of me when I went to go play Duke Nukem Forever at PAX whatever year that was, and... He seemed really enthusiastic and joyful and happy, and Duke Nukem is so awesome, and I'm like, man, I like this guy, he's so fucking cool, and then j- the years have gone by, and the things he's said and done, just how much of a pathological liar he seems like, and then how much of a fucking narcissistic douchebag he is, like his little song and dance routine at the last packs. Did you hear about that? No. Basically, he did a musical number. Okay. He, he played a guitar and sang a song about internet harassment and sexism.
0: Oh, my God. And Gamergate. And it
1: was just, by the end of it, I think even the crowd, which was just absolutely full of the type of people who normally eat that sum up, you can tell even they were, like, cringing, like, oh, my God, this poor man. And what set him off? Someone made the joke. You ready for this joke? <clears throat> yes, I'm ready for this joke. A woman lands on the moon and says, Houston, we have a problem. And they say, what's the problem? And then she says, nothing. And then they say, No, wait, what's the problem? She says, never mind. There is no problem. (laughs) That's a great fucking joke, okay? Yeah, it was. I don't remember who made this. It was someone, I assume, with some (laughs) profession, but Randy just kind of went up like, wow, sex isn't much. And then the guy and him started arguing back and forth. And he got so pissed off about that joke that he went into a panel at PAX and sang a song about it. And... God, you, I'll send you the video when we're done recording this, and you can just, that poor man, that poor, poor man. He's a fucking lunatic, but honestly, I don't hate him as much as I just feel bad for him now. He's, yeah, he.
0: I think you're right. He is probably broken inside. <laughs> All right, well, anything more you want to say on uh, Battleborn, Randy Pitchford, Gearbox? Randy Pitchford, you're a fucking
1: idiot. You better get on that Borderlands 3 before it's too late.
0: Yeah, no joke. Uh, Get on Borderlands 3, look at Borderlands 1 and 2, realize that having giant H-pool mobs that are like total fucking bullet sponges at the end of the game is not fun. Make more fucking crazy-ass guns that are actually fucking crazy, and go to town. You'll have a good game. You have a game better than Destiny. Before the recent smart decision that Microsoft made, every fucking Windows computer came with a game that was better than Destiny it was called solitaire. Uh don't forget about free ski. Or S- oh, S- ski free. What was it ski- called Ski Free? Yeah, Ski Free was awesome. Ski or Minesweeper, free. I love Minesweeper. Mine- oh yeah,
1: Minesweeper. And that little pinball game whatever it was called.
0: Uh Pinball Universe or Galaxy I think it was? Uh, I don't remember but it came mm-hmm. on like every Windows XP. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That shit was fun. I remember I played that all the time on my dad's computer. Now
1: you start that up on Windows 10 now, it'll probably have microtransaction and ads in it. It
0: does, it, it does have that. It does? Are you yeah. kidding me? I don't remember if it was a Minesweeper, or I think it was Solitaire. The Solitaire that comes with Windows 10 apparently has a subscription fee.
1: Oh my god! Yeah. Is there any good memory you have that isn't going to get fucking raped before I
0: die? No. Will I have anything to
1: take to my grave except my stuffed animal,
0: Puffy? Yep. Windows 10 Solitaire requires a subscription to remove ads.
1: What a deal. What a deal for you. It's obviously an entitlement issue. Let's not beat around the bush. Obviously, that's just the best edition of Solitaire we've ever been given. And the choice of being able to pay for subscription is just an honor to play it without ads. Unless you're on Windows Professional Edition, in which case you're going to have ads no matter what. Hello, doggy. (laughs) <laughs> yes i've been starting our, co-ho-
0: yeah. our co-host pepper
1: yeah I-, I found out when i turned up the volume really loud in my truck i could hear the dog snoring so that was good either that or just get a headphone with some bass it's like think of it as like special content if you have a really high-end pair of headphones as you get to hear the dog snore as well as all the creaks and cracks that our chairs make i hope you're listening to this on shitty headphones that way you don't have to listen to after the fucking white noise that i can't block out <laughs> oh god um,
0: okay, well... Sorry for my old-ass wooden chair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I have for Battleborn, but um, I do have another new story. That's really going to be... Okay, lay it on me. <sighs> Great! Amazing! 2D console game, and also on computers. I have it on Steam. Great couch multiplayer. Tons of fun to play against your friend. We've played it together. We had a blast. Really low-ass learning curve. Like, even our girlfriends could play it and had fun with us called Nidhog, the fencing game. That shit was dope, right? I wish there was a sequel to it. Yeah, guess what got renounced? A Nidhogg 2 reveal trailer. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. I really love the decision to add more weapons and uh, make Homer Simpson the main character. <laughs> okay, I've not heard that yet. That like When I first saw this, I'm like, why the fuck is it Homer
1: Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone feels the same way, it seems. Like, what they're, the fuck?
0: They're going to change it. They have to change it.
1: I am more than happy to just get more Nidhogg and more content. But yeah, everyone is just like, what the fuck is up with this art style? Why didn't you just... The first
0: one had kind of its own tone and style to way it. it was unique. I, I really liked what somebody said that, like, the um the character models were so perfectly nondescript that your char- who you were playing as was perfectly as badass as your actions were or perfectly as funny as your failures were. Yeah, So it fit. It was exactly what it needed to be. These characters, they're... (sighs) I I look like Ren and Stimpy rejects. They know the game is glorified rock,
1: paper, scissors. Maybe they're just, hey, we'll get those YouTube views. We've got to make it quirky and funny for all the kids to laugh and make memes about. I hope that's not the reason. I hope there's just some general personal preference they had when they went with this because I don't like it, but I could live with it if the game itself is still good. Maybe they'll let you mod it out. I don't even think I could live with it. <laughs> it,
0: it yeah, it's it's the first great. one is so good that it doesn't necessarily need a sequel. I'll be honest with the first one. The only thing I'd really like them to add is like I would pay what I paid for the game initially for just like to triple the amount of maps. I think there's four maps. If they release an expansion pack with like eight maps for like ten bucks or fifteen bucks or whatever, I'd pay that. Yeah, that's that's really all the additional content I think Nidhog needs. It had really good, smooth, like, snappy animation that was quick and fluid. The combat was really simple. Well, I kind of like the idea of adding more weapons. That just makes the game more complex. And what made Nidhog 1 really good was it was simple. From its aesthetic design to the combat, you understood quickly how it worked. Adding more weapons and this new art style and this... They're just making something more complex that doesn't need to be more complex. Nidhog did not need a
1: sequel, but I liked Nidhogg so much that I'll buy a sequel blindly just to see what it is. Right, like, uh, like, yeah. But, you know, and there's room to be disappointed. And uh, the trailer, yeah, I
0: just really, like, what the fuck? If, I'm willing to give the extra weapons a try. The background detail looks fucking amazing. That's like some Super Nintendo shit right there. It looks great. If they need new fucking character models, like, now. <laughs> right now. They need to take down that trailer and apologize and say, yeah, apparently we're fucking morons. Apparently most people are in favor of that decision
1: too, so they should probably take heed with it. Yeah. Money's on the line. Hopefully they don't come out and be like, you need to just understand our vision.
0: I can tell you're watching the trailer again. Yeah, that's why from the sad disappointment that's coming from my end of the mic. Yes. I can't say I'm disappointed because I didn't even know it was a
1: thing until I was watching the trailer, but then, yeah, I was like, uh... I didn't
0: I I just weird. saw the link. I just saw the link. I just saw the link. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I can't... Well, what, what this is going to be like. <laughs> oh. It's going to be like Misery and Disappointment. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 hold on a second. Let's not just... Normally, we're playing Nidhogg when we're in pure misery, disappointment, drunk on the floor, so maybe Nidhogg 2 is addressing that. Maybe they know what, like environment most people play Nidhogg under and they realize this is creatively actually a smart idea because we're both going to be on my floor like 10 beers down at three in the morning just hating life be like let's play Nidhogg and then we're just going to be able to self-insert ourselves onto the characters we're playing as and then we'll want to go play Nidhogg in real life I'm, I'm done playing play Nidhogg. you mean fencing
0: I think that's just called fencing
1: except with your car in my truck sweet yeah I will lose we'll see we'll find out Honda Civic versus a Ford Ranger I think
0: the Ranger wins. Probably, but who knows? We might be surprised. I think it's worth a try. Confession, um, I'm so lazy. I still haven't done the recall on my airbag. So even if I'd win, I'd lose. Well, the plan my it, airbag would kill me. Whoever survives actually loses. Fuck yeah, I'm guaranteed to win then. That's like the secret twist. The first time I watched the fucking Nidhogg 2 trailer, though, I couldn't see anything but the new character models. That's all I fucking saw. I had to rewatch it like four times- I mean, it's only a 20-second reveal trailer, but i rewatched it four times before I noticed, oh, they have different weapons and different animations, and the backgrounds look really nice. At first, all I could see was how fucking ugly this shit was.
1: Yeah, y- yes. If they uh, want to go ahead and add mod support, that would be great.
0: Yes, please.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. Forza Horizon will be reaching the end-of-life status on October 20th. All DLC and content that was on the Xbox 360... With it, will be gone away. So uh, if you're a video game collector and you have Forza Horizon, you didn't already collect all the DLC, you're fucked. I really wish that they
0: would just make that shit free instead of taking it away.
1: Like, the one good thing about having a Game of the Year edition is that when all the DLC gets pulled, yeah, you have it all on disc. And as somebody with zero fucking interest in realistic racing games, Forza Horizon was the first one I almost got out of interest. But the thing is, this game hasn't even been out that long. It's only been a couple years. Fuck. Here's a a personal story. Last Friday, I believe it was, I had Nate over. We were drinking and playing some games and you were on chat with us. And before that, we were out driving around getting food and we were talking about Mm -hmm. Mountain Dew Game Fuel and talking about how many renditions of that that had that kind of seemed to have gone away. Started off as like a Halo 3 thing. Then there was a World of Warcraft thing. And then they had a couple other iterations of it. It was with Call of Duty for a while, I think. Mountain Dew Game Fuel will be partnering with Titanfall 2. And I, I guess if you buy Doritos and drink Mountain Dew you'll gain access to some Colosseum mode which is basically like a one-on-one Titan versus Titan battle mode or something. But uh there you go. Mountain Dew and Doritos, they're back. And I don't know about you, but I kind of find the whole Mountain Dew Doritos thing to just be kind of endearing at this point.
0: It but I can't get mad at it anymore cuz it's just it's such a funny it, thing that it's dumb, but it's been around long enough to become like endearing. Deering, yeah and what the culture is
1: mountain dew and doritos are absolutely fucking terrible for your body but i like them as a snack i sometimes eat and drink them when i'm playing video games and this is before they were a thing and everyone's a fucking sellout now everything dies all good things come to an end fuck it there's one other special thing called Man, that's how you get entry. You need tickets to play Coliseum mode, and you can earn these tickets through playing the other online multiplayer modes. However, if you like to skip the wait, you'll also be able to get tickets to be consuming specifically labeled packs of Mountain Dew and Doritos. The food promo codes will also contain a chance at double XP vouchers. More Titan customizations, even more early unlocks. of The sword-wielding Rodent Titan, barring all that. You can also grab a few tickets the next time you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and play a few rounds of Golden Tee. Okay, well, yeah, neat. Uh, not really. Who gives a shit? It's just a dumb, cute fucking promotion thing that doesn't actually take any content out of the game. You do your thing, PepsiCo. You keep putting those Mountain Dew, Dorito ads on everything because everyone gets such a good laugh out of it. I can't even say they're laughing at your expense because you're just making money off of it and everyone knows it and everyone is willingly going along with it, even if they're trying to be funny about it. I mean, fucking Blizzard actually put a, in quotes, not Mountain Dew and not Dorito's bag on D.Va, didn't they? As like an emote. They did?
0: Yes. Yes. I haven't played that in the while, so. I
1: saw there's, like, a little animation of her eating a bag of what looks like Doritos and drinking a soda of what looks like Mountain Dew. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. I love that
0: they did that. I knew
1: they were going to fucking
0: do that! I, 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 I knew they were. I just... Oh, God, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you, Blizzard. Honestly, like, I liked playing Overwatch. I'm going to play it again someday. I have nothing against the game. That was my favorite thing that came out of Overwatch was Gremlin Diva. so... Yeah. Okay, another
1: minor story. Records loading times got patched. I still am not going to buy that game until it's, like, $10... I honestly would be boxing up my Xbox One today because I realize the next game I want for it is Scalebound. That's not coming out for, like, fucking another year at least, and even that looks, like, probably not good. Unless it gets really good praise from places that I actually trust, I will not be getting Scalebound, which means I don't need my Xbox One. So I could just box this fucking thing up now and just save the space in my living room. I don't know. But what about ReCore? I wanted to care, and that's the sad truth. I can't justify owning an Xbox One. I wanted to. You know how uh, when you subscribe to PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live, you get two, in quotes, free games a month? Yeah. This is probably just common knowledge that I just did not realize because I'm a fucking idiot and I didn't read the fine print. You don't get to play those games if your subscription is not currently active. Oh. So uh. one of the Games with Gold games I got on Xbox while I had this live subscription for the last year was Sunset Overdrive. I was like, that seems like kind of a fun, exclusive title. I'll try that out before I box up my Xbox. I downloaded the game, installed the game. It took like three hours or whatever. Hit play, and then I got a message that says, you don't actually own this. Feel free to resubscribe to Xbox Live. (laughs) Thanks, assholes. Now I got like fucking 24 games in my digital library, and there's like no indication that they're games with gold exclusives. They're just mixed in with all my other games. So it's like, I just got this fucking useless library of games now. I would tell people, no, the games aren't free. You just get them with the subscription. You don't even get that. You're renting them with the subscription. Mm. It, you don't even get the backlog of games that came out the month before you had the subscription. So it's actually kind of a shitty scam. Unless you're just going to be sucking either Sony's or Microsoft's dick forever. That really made me angry,
0: but it's my fault. That was in the fine print. I wish they would at least gray it out or something. Yeah. That that would drive me absolutely fucking insane to just see them on my list with no discernible difference.
1: On PlayStation Plus, there actually is a PlayStation Plus tab that shows you the games you just got with the subscription. And I think you can actually remove those from your library and then retain them again from the Plus tab if you want. But yeah, that's just anyone who fucking brags about how you get free games with these services is a fucking idiot. A fucking idiot. Another Realm Studios is adding customizable gear to Injustice 2 that will affect character stats. So basically, they're slapping in cash shop shit into a fighting game. Wait, wh- what? They're adding in customizable gear and okay. costumes that you can put on your characters, and it will affect their stats in this fighting game.
0: Injustice 2. It's the one with like the DC universe. Oh right, right, right. So okay. Now they so just... Justice Two is going to have DLC of alternate like Wonder Woman costumes and shit and Superman, and, and it'll it change your stats. Yes, it'll actually make you better at the game. So so I have to pay for. Okay, that's dumb. Yeah.
1: Now they have addressed that there's gonna be you know modes that doesn't use this, but it seems like the most desperate attempt at making money I've ever fucking seen because of all the genres. I don't think fighting games. Fighting game fans aren't going to want to put gear on their characters that give them an edge because actual fighting game fans want to get good with their character. They want to get good at the game. I really hate this desire to fucking add loot to goddamn everything. They did this yeah. in Super Smash Bros. 4. Do you know anybody who cared about that? No. No, no one.
0: I, I played the the DS on the 3DS. I played that little like mini game sometimes. But I always played it by myself, and I didn't play it for the loot. I just played it to have a new system you know, a new game mode to play with myself with.
1: I would actually be surprised if there were that many kids that would actually, you know, customize their characters and then play each other with them, because that just doesn't sound like fun. Even if you're a kid, I don't think it would be fun. Why would you want to play against your friend who
0: has way better stats than you? Yay, DLC. Andrew, Mm -hmm. do you like video games? I love video games. I am willing to make really shitty life decisions just to play more video games. What if... There was a video game console that made video
1: games for you. What if you had unlimited video games? That would be amazing. What if I told you there is a Kickstarter for a console called the Otan
0: X that will be procedurally generating its own games? I immediately think of No Man's Sky and what that means. And I say you're lying to me. Or the devs are lying to us. They're not lying. I just think they're insanely delusional. Yeah. It went up on Kickstarter
1: trying to raise $25,000. It raised $7,588 with a total of 35 backers. People are comparing it to the Uya, which was another brilliant device that idiots contributed to not understanding how powerful the hardware actually was and how limited it actually was. And then the thing came out and the controller was barf and the UI was barf and everything about it was barf and it flopped horrendously. The Otan X is basically a console that comes with a couple pre-installed games that will continually be generating new games with its assets, with some kind of super special AI that they're designing with it. It runs on Linux. It has, like, different models. It's starting at, like, $150, I think. It will allow people to create and resell their own games on a thing. And then when you look at the trailers that they've been putting up, on their website and on youtube and well the first thing you notice is it's got so many fucking down votes i actually kind of feel bad for them but then i read this comment on one of the trailers where they're having a conversation with the ai or some horseshit and a commenter asked wouldn't it be a lot cheaper and less risky to create a procedural video game generator pc application instead of making a console that creates games and their response was true But there is a much bigger picture everyone can't see yet. But to answer your question, the PC side is coming, or better yet, software. We created this system for parents that desire a plug-in and play system for kids. But the part where they said there is a much bigger picture that everyone can't see yet kind of answers everything I need to know about this whole project. It is No Man's Sky. It's every single thing like No Man's Sky. The devs are completely in over the head. Where they had this vision where they thought of something genius that would create infinite video games and therefore infinite fun for all eternity and everyone will want this because it'll erase the need to ever buy video games again. Do you remember in the 90s when Nickelodeon or whatever showed ads for those really shitty portable systems that would have like 300 games on them? Yeah. Yeah. I owned one of those things. It was a fucking piece of shit. It had like seven games and then like 50 iterations of
0: the same games with minor differences. Do they get parodied all the time on YouTube by people like, you know, Pro Jared and that other guy. This
1: is the modern version of that.
0: Yeah, it definitely Except, looks like
1: it. It's like I said, I, I think I actually kind of feel bad for them because they're getting shit on by everybody. The Kickstarter failed horrendously. H- how did this project get so far into development that they're actually going to try to release a physical product? There's no fucking way this thing is going to work out. There's no fucking way anyone's going to... Why would you play a bunch of shitty procedurally generated games? Why would you spend time with that? It's a novelty. Why would you fucking ship a console like this and give it to some poor kid while all his friends have PlayStations and Xboxes or Nintendo, whatever the fucks they have at that point? Some poor kid is going to end up with this.
0: (laughs) They're going to end up with a shitty side-scroller that just like randomly generates levels that are going to be crap.
1: He's going to be going to school every day trying to brag to his friends about how it's so much better than their PlayStations or whatever. And that's a fucking serial killer in the making. When I first read this story and I kind of wrote it down thinking, this will be a funny thing to laugh at. haha. Ha, I didn't realize how much it was getting called out. Like I looked at him like, yeah, it's the next ooh yeah. Everyone's going to buy into it and it's going to come out. It's going to disappoint everyone. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, I had no idea this was going to be so bad. What the fuck? But everyone seems to be aware of this. Maybe they should go advertise to Nine Gag. <laughs> they seem to like garbage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how the Ouya got popular in the first place. They started like advertising to all the dumb places on Reddit and 9gag. And then all these stupid little kids were like, oh, my God, this is going to revolutionize everything. And I remember reading on their website. They were like, what games would you like to see on this thing? People were requesting like Skyrim and Crisis and Call of Duty and all this shit. This thing has the power of a mid-range smartphone. Good luck. But none of the people back this thing stopped to actually read that detail or care about it. It was preemptively what No Man's Sky ended up being on a smaller scale. I'm honestly surprised that the Oton X is not that so far. At least
0: they haven't struck a chord. Maybe they should advertise on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. Like, Facebook, because people don't know enough and they'll buy into this shit. Just they'll tell people
1: it. there's unlimited video games on it. It will always be able to get smarter and make better games forever. And people are, I'm gonna stick it to the man.
0: Screw you, Sony. And it's I mean, one day we'll have this far in the future. Far, far in the future. But it does certainly sound appeasing in some way by the time this will be
1: able to do something efficient or interesting the future we'll also have holodecks oh fuck yeah or you can go fuck cat girls i mean what oh,
0: yes. I mean, yes i mean i mean i mean play yes. simulations of
1: Sherlock holmes yes. and other intellectual pursuits uh yeah well honestly i gotta say now that i know that these people are getting crapped on so fucking bad i can't help but root for them even though i have zero faith in this I guess uh, we'll be seeing what this thing is like when there's a PC client. Because other than that, there's no fucking way I'm spending $150 or more for this thing. But to uh, close out the podcast, I did spend money irresponsibly this last week on a great number of things. Ooh, what'd you buy? And by irresponsibly, I meant fun. I had fun. I'm going to have fun. First thing, I bought a Bluetooth dongle so I could play PC games on my couch wirelessly with my DualShock 4. And I looked at the DualShock 4 and thought, man, the DualShock 4 is probably my favorite controller I've ever made. It is such a great fucking controller. You know what would be better than having a DualShock 4? That's having two DualShock 4s. So I was like, I'm going to buy another DualShock 4. I started browsing the internet. I was like, wow, there's all these different designs. This is going to be my controller I'm going to use to emulate on my phone and my PC and play on my PlayStation. I'm going to be using this controller for virtually everything. So I might as well get a really cool looking one. And I discovered the 20th anniversary DualShock 4 controller. Do you know what the 20th anniversary PlayStation 4 bundle was? No. This came out in 2014. It was a extremely limited run. I think they only made about like 13,000 of these. I think like they made exactly that many consoles and then sold them and then are never going to make more of them again. Basically, it is a PlayStation 4 with the original color scheme of the very first PlayStation, like gray. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it has cool. the original PlayStation symbol and it has a couple other things on it, like a little gold plate that says the number of the console that came in the edition that you got, and it's got like you know 20th anniversary and some other cool things on it. Uh, I don't remember how much it was charging for. It was a couple hundred more than the standard PS4. But it also came with PlayStation camera, which was gray like the original. And it had a special original PlayStation-designed headset. And it also came with the DualShock 4 controller that was gray and had all the same color schemes as the original PlayStation controller and the original PlayStation symbol. So, you know, just very superficial, nostalgic shit. And uh, I was like, I wonder if I could get a hold of one of those. And the consoles themselves are going for like over $1,000 now because they're a collector's item. The controllers are going for about 120 but I found one going for 80 So I had this first world dilemma. Well, I'm like, well, that's $30 in a regular controller, but it's going to be my controller. And I love to spend money on dumb shit when I feel good about it, so why not? So I bought it.
0: Hey. It looks we really, all, we it, all got our vices.
1: It's really cool. I really like it. I stroked it. When I got the delivery and opened it up, I was like, holy shit, this thing is so cool. And then the next thing I realized is I think the previous owner jacked off on it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did because these are some pretty strong stains here. I'm just going to put on some gloves and go get my detergent and clean the fuck out of this thing. But now it's a fucking beautiful piece of art. And now that's sitting there charging, just waiting to be played with. I'm going to jerk
0: off on it do it now. Maybe. Sure it's yours. You know, Why not? Your territory. You know,
1: now that you're telling me I should, I should. Yeah. I also realized this thing I would do if I had just all the money in the fucking world. I thought. You know how every rich person, when they get a house, they just have to start collecting something stupid that they don't need? But that's just one thing that everyone has to do. Yeah. I would start collecting controllers. I can see that, yes. Not video games. I would just start collecting controllers. I would start with the DualShock 4. I'd get every special edition of the DualShock 4. I'd put them on the wall in a frame behind glass. And then I'd start collecting every controller from every other console ever made. Fuck having the video games. I just want the controllers wall-to-wall controllers. I want an entire room in, like, a basement just full of controllers hung up from everywhere. Pristine. Ugh. I wonder if anyone's ever done that before because everyone collects games. I've never heard of anyone who just collects controllers because they take up so much space. That's what I would do if I had the space for it. But in all honesty, though, I was just looking at all the DualShock 4s. and like, I want the gold one. I want the silver one. I want the white one. I want all these fucking... I'm just going to get a bunch of money and spend them irresponsibly and just get a fucking box full of DualShock 4 controllers. Because fuck it, it's the best controller ever made.
0: Why not? That's smart spending, right? Yeah, if it makes you happy. I mean, we're just on this planet to die. May as well be happy in the yeah. process. Yeah, totally. Even if it's just for shallow reasons, who cares? The
1: important thing is I'm just spending money.
0: Spending money equals happiness. Nope, so, it does, so, certainly does. I'm so happy. Hey, right now. I mean, if we're confessing the stupid things we bought, I spent eighteen dollars on a Chinese dress for my character to wear in Final Fantasy XIV. So,
1: okay, good. Yeah, good. I'm an idiot. Too. This is.
0: Hey, anyone out there who's like hating our guts right now, just
1: come forward. Just tell us what embarrassing, stupid shit you've spent money on. It's okay. We've all
0: done it. Hey, she's an elf. She has really long, sexy legs, and the dress really accentuates those like long, sexy legs. So. I it's, wish I, I yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to have sex with my character. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't worry, someday you will. God, I hope so. When the future, I mean, the just,
0: future can't come soon enough. That's very true. Yes. We'll worry I, I about just...
1: we'll worry about the human race going extinct from lack of breeding later. Fuck it, let's just think about ourselves for now. I guess uh, we could wrap this one up because I don't really have anything else I want to
0: talk about. Uh, Did you have a link for the uh, no man's sky being investigated for false advertising? Oh, I didn't have a link from it. I just overread that they are being investigated. Or something yeah, like that's that. weird. Uh, might have to wait to hear more about it, but I I don't yeah. know. If, I mean, I di- I get why people want that to happen. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing to be happening.
1: Because yeah. it really,
0: really opens the gates on what is and isn't false advertising. I, and I honestly
1: think, in my personal opinion, I have no evidence to base this on other than just instinct. But I feel like when Sean Murray and his team started making No Man's Sky and they first came out with it, their intent was genuine, I think, as the hype built. And then they realized how much money they were going to make. That intent just kind of went in the back of their minds and it became more a game of just let's just keep everyone on the hook and get through this and try to make it salvageable. And okay, now we're all rich. We can retire and go away. If they announce another game, I'll be really fucking surprised. Why why would you do that? Like, you'll just get ridiculed and you won't make nearly as much money. Just go into a different industry. Just be like Notch. Just sell out, take your money, move to another country and shitpost on Twitter forever. (laughs) I wish that I could do that.
0: Holy shit. All you gotta do is make
1: a fucking wildly successful game like Minecraft. That's it man we can do it right probably don't. and then well, of course when you sell it everyone will hate your guts and then your game will go to shit and then whatever company you sell it to will just bulk it down with dlc and you'll be getting sworn off by your farmer employees and whatever the fuck it, apparently the other people working for mojang were not very happy with notch leaving they thought he did not pay them nearly well enough and just kind of bailed on everybody and left them behind to deal with microsoft that's kind of fucked up but I don't know. There's been a lot of Twitter drop with Notch over the years. It's been really entertaining. Who's to say? All I know is I wish I was him. Shit posting on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Let's say I just... about being a fucking millionaire and being so lonely and life being so hard because you are so lonely because you just got so much fucking money that it's, life, is, life is hard. If you have that much money, you basically have the freedom to do anything you want and go anywhere you want and do whatever you want. So I think if you're miserable
0: with that much money, you're probably just a lazy shit just maybe or maybe you just yeah if if you have that much money and sitting around shit posting on twitter doesn't make you happy go do something else because you have the money to do it so
1: you know maybe make a game with that money and make even more money i don't know just hello valve hi you listening make a game please ricochet three woo yeah woo
0: all right uh if you got anything else no nope, i'm good me too so uh if you like this podcast or any of our podcasts. Sincerely, thank you. You can subscribe, stream, or download our podcast
1: via the RSS feed on explosionofhappiness.com. You can also find this podcast on iTunes or streamer content on YouTube under the channel Explosion of Happiness. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening, and until next week, goodbye.
1: Everything so I have to go through like articles and shit because I hate that.
0: Uh, <sighs> oh my fuck, I gotta tighten this fucking screw. Oh, let me see if I can do it right now. Because uh, it keeps like fucking, my mic keeps like slipping into the future. Come on, you stupid screw titan. Ugh, I want to go up to real the- screw. The- the- uh, my life is misery, because uh, my my mic keeps on sliding.
1: Maybe I should stop fucking with it so much. I don't fuck with it, though.
0: Actually, it's not the mic's... It's tight enough. It's the... The grippy part doesn't grip the mic anymore. Whatever. I'll just balance it or something. Or tape it. All right. <laughs> uh, hi, in this weekly podcast, I hate myself. We're getting
1: stagnant. We're losing originality. We need to find new ways to hate ourselves. This isn't gonna keep this isn't gonna fly for much longer.
0: And this weekly podcast, I, I love myself. Don't go full gay, because
1: gay just means happy and that's what you're trying to be right now.
0: This is true. Uh, Tre uh, field fieldcraft. Fieldcraft. Okay, there we go. Sorry, just talking to myself. Mm. I'm playing fourteen. Trying to upgrade my shitty-ass miner. Sounds exhilarating. It is exhilarating. Because I want to be rich. Actually, I'm already rich in this game. I want to be even more rich. This is how I live. This is how I'd be happy.
1: You know what I've always wondered is, since it's so much fun to grind in games and make tons of money and get really rich in video games, how come it's not that much fun in real life?
0: I, I really do not know.
1: You would think that, like, I try to adjust that mentality. Be like, you know, work is just like grinding in a video game. If I could just pretend my life is a video game... And I'm grinding for
0: actual money that actually matters. It should be technically a lot more fun than it is. I am a proud black elf woman that don't need no man. I'm incredibly rich and I'm a homeowner. So progressive. So I am clearly better off just living in that world than the real one.
1: There's got to be a way. I mean, everyone's obsessed about VR right now. I'm, I'm just waiting till it becomes like Reboot, where you can actually enter the computer and live in a digital, I mean, or maybe like Tron or something, but Reboot would be more fun. Uh,
0: the instant I can matrix myself, I, I, I will sign up for that day one.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I will matrix myself in a heartbeat. I don't care. Uh, honestly, I would too. I'll take the blue pill as long as I can live in there. Because part of the thing too is that they'd be able to fuck with your perception of time. While you're inside there. So, like, they'd only have to feed you for, like, a year. But from your perspective, you'd be alive for, like, 300 years. Yes. So, yes, matrix the fuck out of me. I don't care. Put me in a fantasy world where I feel like I matter. (laughs) And that I have friends and family who care about me. Just pretend your real life is a fantasy world where you matter. (laughs) Except every day I go to work and realize I don't. Pretend. (laughs) Just smile and nod. The imagination has limits.